Welcome to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. Enjoy this new message from Pastor Brian Gibbs. Praise God. You ready to go to the Word tonight? Those of you online, are you ready to go to the Word? Praise God. I think I might have heard you. I want you to grab your Bibles tonight if you would. Just grab them. Turn to any book you wish. I'm, I'm kidding. Thanks, Cody. I'm going to be in Zephaniah, and I know the scriptures will, will come up periodically as well, but this is a very significant night on many levels, a very significant night on many levels as President Trump is here in Sarasota, Florida, and the celebration of America's independence now 245 years tomorrow. Praise our God. What an absolute miracle, a miracle. Zephaniah chapter 3, tonight for the next few moments, I want to speak to you about America's destiny, America's destiny, and then when we finished, I'm going to be uh, jumping in my car and heading over to the rally tonight to see what the Lord's going to do, and I'm going to not miss the fireworks. I think the Lord has some divine things for me as well over there, and I hope you're coming as well. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for the destiny that you dreamt over America and that dream and desire and will shall be accomplished. And you are watching over your word to perform the destiny of the United States of America. Thank you, Lord, for this powerful weekend. As we celebrate, Lord, we give you the highest honor and we give you the highest praise. I just want you to say that right now. Lord, we give you the highest honor and we give you the highest praise for our nation. And it's in Jesus' name I pray tonight, amen. Zephaniah chapter three and verse 17, it's where we're beginning the journey of this message tonight. It says, the Lord your God is in your midst. Hallelujah. The Lord your God is in your midst. The mighty one, will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness, and he will quiet you with his love, and he will rejoice over you with singing. Isn't that beautiful? Let's read it together one more time. The Lord your God, he's in your midst, the mighty one to save. He will rejoice over you with gladness, and he will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. You know what? I'm declaring this over the United States of America. He is the mighty one. Our God, our God is the mighty one who still saves, and he is in our midst. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sandra. That was a good amen. Isaiah chapter 41. I'm going there tonight. I want to make a declaration as you're turning to Isaiah 41 tonight. Judgment is coming to the wicked. But rejoicing is coming to the righteous. Come on. Judgment is coming to the wicked. But rejoicing is coming to the righteous. You better mark it down, brother. You better mark it down. We're going to behold the power of God with our own eyes in these last days in America. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says, fear not, for I am with you. Fear not. For I am with you. 
Do not be dismayed or do not be distressed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Fear not. I am with you. If there was ever a time that the church needed to hear this word, if there was ever a time that America needed to hear this word from their God, it is fear not. I am with you. I am with you. I am the one who is mighty to save. I am the one who is in your midst. I am the one who sings over you. I am the one who celebrates you. And I will lift you up with my strong right hand. Our God is not only the keeper of our destiny. He's not only the keeper of our personal destiny. But he is also the keeper of America's destiny. Our God is the keeper of America's destiny. And I want to say tonight, it's not over yet. Come on. It's not over yet. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, He birthed America. God birthed this nation, my friend. It was in His dream. God birthed the prophetic destiny of America into the earth and at the end of this age. And God is not finished with America as well. Can I get an amen in this house? Don't leave me up here all alone tonight. I want to say to you again that God has not abandoned this nation to a demonic coup. God has not abandoned America to a demonic coup. God has not abandoned America to an antichrist spirit. We have been in a time of a lot of confusion, but I'll tell you this, the word of the Lord still stands. The word of the Lord still stands, and it's not over yet. Hear this tonight. There is real authority and real power that is growing inside of the ecclesia. You better get ready because we're about to see some power from on high released through the people of God that is going to loose the fear of the Lord on this nation beyond anything we have ever seen before. You mark it down, brother. And I remind us tonight, God ordained this nation from the foundation of the world. God founded this nation. He established the United States of America. His plan throughout all the ages was to build and create this nation where we could worship Him in freedom and in truth. God sovereignly guided men and women, pioneers that longed to worship God freely. God sovereignly directed their steps. God made their heart pregnant with a dream of freedom and liberty, that they could break out of the tyranny of the nation that was so bound by the enemy that they would not let the people come to the Lord and worship Him in freedom. And God put a dream within their heart to come to Him. Where's that flag? No, I see it. I said, where's that flag? There it is. But a dream inside of their heart would manifest, we know, into 13 colonies and eventually become 
This nation from sea to shining sea of 50 states that will honor the Lord our God. Can we give him praise tonight? Come on, can we give him praise? God led these forerunners. God led these forerunners. He led these pioneers by his spirit to these shores. That the timing of God would be awakened to them. God put an undeniable, unquenchable desire in their heart to find the freedom of this new land. And it was in their determination. Think about it. It was in their determination. It was in their courage, their faith, their perseverance for God that they would find this land and they would settle this land of the United States of America. And I can only imagine the feelings that that came upon them and the overwhelming emotions that were upon them as our pilgrims landed on the shores of this nation. We know about the day of Cape Henry and Robert Hunt. In fact, history tells us when they actually arrived, they spent three days in the boat just off the coast of Cape Henry praying and interceding before and consecrating themselves and dedicating themselves unto the Lord before they would step off the ship and put their, their, the soles of their feet on Cape Henry in Virginia. It's powerful, powerful. What were they thinking? What was, what was coursing through their veins? What was happening in their prayers in that ship what they were about to do. They stepped off the boat, and this is what history records to us at Cape Henry. When Robert Hunt and the pilgrims then erected the cross there on the beach, they released this prayer, and they released this prophetic declaration. And I want to read just a portion of this prophetic declaration over us tonight. It's so powerful. These are the words, and I quote right now, We do hereby... Dedicate this land and ourselves to reach the people within these shores with the gospel of Jesus Christ and to raise up a godly generation after us and with these generations take the gospel of the kingdom of God to all the earth from these very shores the gospel shall go forth not only in this new world but to the entire world. We have seen in our lifetime, now 245 years, this word, this prophetic declaration and prayer has been fulfilled. America has sent missionaries to the ends of the earth, to every continent on the face of the earth. America has laid hands upon, has anointed with oil, and commissioned our best sons and daughters to the mission field everywhere. We have seen this fulfilled, and we're still seeing it fulfilled to this day. It's amazing. God literally charted the courses of our pilgrims. He ordered the steps of the early colonists. He ordered the steps of our settlers. See, God will always have, I want you to hear this statement, God will always have a people who will hear Him. God will always have a people who will hear Him. 
God will always have a people who will respond to him. God will always have a people who will take their place in the timeline of the plan of God. And I tell you, it is our hour to embrace our call, our watch, and our responsibility for the United States of America. Can you give him praise in the house tonight? Say, I'm taking my responsibility. These people heard the Lord. They responded to the Lord. They did their very best to respond to the Lord. Were they perfect? No. Are you perfect? No. That was pretty good. You were like, no. <laughs> they prayed. They prayed. Our pioneers prayed. These, these pioneers worked. They weren't afraid of hard work. They penned pamphlets promoting common sense. They led armies. They preached throughout the territories. Circuit riders were commissioned like Francis Asbury to our nation. The circuit riders rode their horses preaching everywhere the gospel, the glorious gospel of the kingdom of God. Our villages and our little cities were alight with the word of the Lord. There was a holy fear of the Lord. There was an honor for the word of the Lord. There was an honor for the name of the Lord in America that was emerging like a fire that was growing. Are you with me tonight? These people, they sewed flags. You see this flag before me, this beautiful, beautiful flag that I pray with all the time. They sewed this flag. They created Obviously, the first flag of the 13 colonies, that which would become this flag. They built churches. They built cities. They built schools. They were pioneers. I love it. They rang the bells of liberty, and they declared freedom. And they worshiped God in the freedom that they were given. My friend, may we never take this for granted. My friend, may we never, ever take this for granted. I want you to think about this thought tonight. Their obedience to God, their obedience to God, wasn't only for themselves or their era. Through them, God was establishing a nation that would know Him. Through their lives, God was establishing a nation that would know them. He was establishing a nation that would worship Him and call upon Him saying, this is our God. That's what they did on their watch. God established a nation that would know Him. God established a nation that would worship Him. God established a nation that would literally radiate the glory of God to the ends of the earth. Think about what God has done for the glory of His own name through the powerful United States of America. To the glory of His name. Not to the glory of George Washington's name or to the glory of Abraham, although we give honor, although we give honor through all of our pioneers, through all of our mighty men, through all of our mighty women, we give honor. But we understand it has been the true kiss of heaven. It has been the dream of almighty God that his glory has went from this, this nation to the ends of the earth. That was always his intention. God has used us in this hour still as this tool. And God uses His church. He uses the ecclesia to maintain His prophetic destiny inside of America. I want to say that again. 
God always uses his church, his ecclesia, to maintain the prophetic destiny of America. Now, since our founding, time and time again, there have been men and women of evil intent. Men and women that were filled with corruption. Men and women that were filled with their own desires, that that wanted nothing to do with God. They would always rise up, and even in our time, we have seen this vile evil raise its head that wants nothing to do with our godly heritage. They want nothing to do with the Spirit of God. They want nothing to do with the Word of God, and they want nothing to do with the church that is called by the Lord. Are you with me? But in spite of their attacks, in spite of all of their evil attempts, God raises up his ecclesia in this hour to deal with the forces of darkness. God will always raise up a church that will cooperate and participate with the Holy Spirit to begin to combat the works of darkness, to loose the light and the glory and the power of the Holy Spirit on the earth for such a time as this. God is raising up his ecclesia in this hour to keep America on course for her purposes. History tells us in America of moves of God, outpourings of the Spirit. Today when I was beginning to just pray over this message, I was thinking about the Cane Ridge Revival of 1801. As our nation began to merge and grow beyond the 13 colonies and we began to spread to the west, we know in Cane Ridge, Kentucky, in 1801, God poured out His Spirit amongst tens of thousands. And right now, as I stand on this stage, three miles, three miles from here right now, there are tens of thousands of people on our fairgrounds. I just want you to get this picture in your mind right now. But in Cane Ridge Revival in 1801, tens of thousands of pioneers, settlers that were going to move out west were gathered and men of God began to get up on stumps of trees on the backs of wagons and up in trees there were preachers everywhere preachers everywhere it wasn't one at a time they were preaching to groups groups of people all over the glorious works of God and when they were preaching history records the Holy Spirit was poured out on them so powerfully hundreds of people would be picked up by the presence of God and slammed into the grass talking about a move of the Holy Ghost this is our history this is our heritage This is our heritage. This was happening in America. God was moving upon people, filling them with his spirit. It was awesome. Awesome. Tens of thousands of people saved, filled. There was an overall reverence for God. There was a fear of Almighty God. That has been the notable thread that has been woven through the prophetic destiny of America. And right now, make no mistake about it, our godly heritage, hear me, hear me, our godly heritage is being challenged. And America's future as a Christian nation is hanging in the balance. There is high contention right now in 2021. High contention. There is a raging of this evil that is lifted 
its brazen dragon head again. This evil is fighting against you. It's fighting against me. What is it trying to do? It is seeking to silence you. It is seeking to discredit you. It is seeking to dismantle you because you are the greatest threat to this evil. My friend, Donald Trump is not the greatest threat to this evil. In fact, a dear friend of mine said very clearly last week, which offended many people, not in this room, but nationally and internationally, Donald Trump was the best we had. And look what Washington, D.C. did to him. Are you with me? Let me tell you something. When the enemy comes in, comma, like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. How's he going to do it? He's going to do it through the burning ecclesia that's going to rise up. Rise up. That will be voices for God. That will thunder the word of the Lord. That will deal with the devil. That will deal with the enemy. He's raising up men and women of God, young people of God, that he can anoint with the power of the Spirit. Anoint you in this hour to be a voice. Anoint you to be a testament of the power of the Holy Ghost in this hour. Woo! Jesus made it very clear. He said, I am building a church. I am building the church. Jesus said this, I am building the church. And this church that I am building, even the gates of hell will not prevail against them. And I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. This is Matthew 16 and verse 17. I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you forbid in the earth is already forbidden in heaven. And whatever you loose or you permit in the earth, it is already loosed and permitted in heaven. I'm telling you, my friends, we've got to grab hold of the authority that we have been given. We've got to be bold. <laughs> bold. Let me take a swig. My throat is hurting tonight. Our worship team led us so well. I sang my guts out tonight. Hallelujah. I always sing my guts out. I want to incorporate something important into this message tonight. You see this flag before me, but there's another important flag. If you're not familiar with this flag, this is the flag that President George Washington, our first commander-in-chief, commissioned in the Revolutionary War on the behalf of our fighting soldiers. He said, we've done all that we can do. And it was impossible odds against Great Britain. 
it was absolutely impossible odds. He said, guys, we must appeal now to heaven. We must appeal to heaven. And the evergreen tree speaks of everlasting God, which is El Elyon. This, this, this evergreen tree is the same as the timbereth tree that Abraham planted. It says, and he planted the timbereth tree and called on El Elyon, the God of Most High. And he appealed to heaven. That's what George Washington was saying over America. He said, this nation belongs to God. Now we must appeal to him for this victory. And the victory came. I want to hold this in my hand, and I want to read to you something very powerful. I heard that, Jack. <laughs> I want you to hear this tonight. A friend of ours, most of you know that last year I did a lot of traveling with Dutch Sheets and with our team in different strategic parts of America and in the White House in different places. But one of the members of our team, her name is Gina Golson. Gina had a powerful vision from the Lord last year on May 28th of 2020. And I want to read this to you. I want to incorporate this into my message tonight as I hold this flag. On May 28th, Gina writes, in a vision, I saw the American flag being wadded up in someone's hands. And then it was spread back out, but was wrinkled and limp. The flag then started to bleed, becoming saturated with blue and red stains, which completely covered the stars and the stripes. Still very wrinkled, it looked as though the flag was going to fall apart. Then I saw the appeal to heaven flag float down from the heavens and lay on top of the limp American flag, completely covering the flag. Not only did it cover the American flag, but it also went down into it. As it did, the stars and the stripes began to be seen again. The American flag then began to be revived and reformed. Hear that. It was still a flag, but now it was solid steel. The appeal to heaven flag stayed in it. It was not separated from old glory, but now it was a part of her. Though the two combined flags appeared as the American flag, they were forged into one solid piece. The appeal to heaven flag had been solidified into the American flag. And I heard the Lord say, this is what I am forging. I am forging the two together, the church and the nation. This will strengthen. This will strengthen the nation again. And America will revive, heal, rise, and reform as the nation I birthed it to be. In the vision, the appeal to heaven flag rep, rep, was representative of God's covenant with America. 
And also the necessity of an awakened ecclesia. Our fervent, righteous prayers are still the force. This is Gina. Is still the force that strengthens this nation. Hear this. The wrinkles of a not-so-perfect history may cause some to believe that the prophetic destiny of America is forever lost. But God's determined verdict for this nation has never wavered, and America shall be saved. Victoria, I want you to come and take this, sweetheart. I want you to hold it. I don't, I don't, I don't want to sit it on the piano or anywhere. I want you to hold, hold on to this in your lap. The church has been awakened, but not yet in whole. The remnant has been awakened. The remnant has been awakened. Guys, I believe that this third great awakening has begun. I believe that we are entering in to the greatest awakening that's going to shake the nations and shake the earth. I believe our lives have been knit together for this time. I believe that you were brought into my life. I was brought into your life for this time and for this hour. This is about to become the greatest hour the church has ever seen. Don't be duped and don't be sabotaged and don't let demons lie to you. Hallelujah! My God. My God. This is our time. This is our watch. This is our responsibility. Now, I want to speak to you. It's time for us to take our place in God's timeline. It's time for the watchmen and the trumpets to arise. It's time for us. This is our hour. Our, our forefathers went before us. Our patriots, our matriarchs, they went before us. They fought for their time. It's time that we fight for our time. For our nation. One nation under God. One nation under God. Tonight we all understand the distress that America has been feeling. We understand tonight we are at a great crossroads, don't we? We understand this. Yet, I declare tonight... <laughs> and the children declared tonight, we will not be shaken. Because I have set the Lord before my eyes continually, I will not be shaken. And I will not be moved. We believe here at Victory, we believe here transformation is coming. We're not at a dead end, we're at a new beginning. We're not at a dead end. We're at a new beginning. We are not the ones that are given to despair. We are the ones that are given to fervent prayer. Because God is going to heal this land. God is going to heal this land. I won't receive anything else but it. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Fear not. I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. 
I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I declare that with you tonight over our beloved United States of America. And the promise remains, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal, heal their land. Hallelujah. I want you to stand and I want you to pray with me right now. I want to pray over our nation. And then, Cody, I want you to prepare yourself for that song I've asked you to bring tonight. And I'm going to have you lead us in that. Maybe you would like to take a hand next to you tonight. But I want to pray this tonight. And I want you to bow your head and close your eyes tonight. I want you to pray this with me tonight over America. Thank you, Lord. Father, Father, we have come boldly into your presence tonight. God, we acknowledge you. We are decreeing tonight that you alone are the God of the United States. You alone. America is one nation under you, our God. Lord, though our prophetic purposes and our nation have seemed to be fading away in the shadows of this godless culture. Your eyes have searched and found within your ecclesia's heart. God, you are ours completely. We are yours completely. We ask you, Father, through us that you will show yourself strong on our behalf, God, that we will do mighty exploits in this hour. And we will bring demonstrations of your love and might, provoking an undeniable awakening, Father, for America. Lord, we declare tonight your original intention for America. Your original intention, your original prophetic destiny, your dream. Lord, we decree tonight it is rising out of the shadows and it will shine again. Lord, tonight we declare you are not late. We declare you are not late. You are always on time. Your time is perfect. Oh, Lord, I declare this over this gathering tonight, three miles from here tonight. You are never late. You are right on time. I declare tonight your determined verdict that has been made. It cannot be overruled. Woo. Lord, we stand in faith and agreement tonight. And we declare your verdict over our nation. We declare your verdict. And the verdict is, America shall be saved in Jesus' name. Come on, shout to the Lord.
I want you to make this declaration tonight. It's short, but I want you to make it with me with your hands lifted. An awakening to God has come. One more time. An awakening to God has come. America will be revived. America will be healed. America will rise as God has birthed her and her prophetic destiny is alive. We shall not be shaken and we shall triumph in the name of the Lord. The victory is ours. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Cody, I want you to lead us tonight. In God bless America and Father, one more time, I just thank you so much for the city of Sarasota. We thank you. And we bless this gathering tonight. We bless our president, Lord, as he addresses the people tonight. May the spirit of the Lord hover. And may the Holy Spirit rest, rest on them and this city. Hallelujah to the glory of God. Victory, listen, we love you guys so much. I know many of you are wanting to hurry over. And we want to bless you to do that. Of course, I need to. I need to be on my way, too. I wish I was going to be on the stage praying over, our, over this gathering tonight. We are so blessed. Maybe I'll get an opportunity. Listen, guys, we love you. Thank you so much for being here. It's been a powerful night. It's always a powerful night. We're a blessed people. Thank you for being here tonight, really. I thought we might have a dozen in the <laughs> but we've got a lot of people here. Guys, we love you, all of you online tonight. We love you and bless you. Good night. Thank you for listening to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. For more information, go to our website at victoryfla.com or download the Victory FLA app.